we are sharing our detox experiences. As if you've been following us and you've been watching the videos, you know that we started tapering and cleaning up our diet beginning of April, end of March. And then Dr. Sherman started her liver sauce on the 8th, which I think was Saturday. Yep, you got it. And then I started mine on Monday. And so we're like just in the beginning of our liver detox and spring cleanse and wanting to share with you how's our experience. So I'm going first, right? We said I'm going first. You got it. Okay. So I have to say one of the most remarkable things for me is that I am not drinking any caffeine, although I have had a decaf and I'm going to ask Dr. Sharma some questions after she shares. So you'll, I'm actually have a decaf question. Um, and I can't believe how good I feel. Like I feel so good, like not drinking caffeine. Like I feel so energized. And I had this crazy moment where I had a little bit of mate over a week ago, more than a week ago. And I didn't like how it felt and it like shocked me. So I'm, that's like the one of the most surprised, cause that was for me, the hardest thing was like giving up the coffee because I just, I love my coffee. But what I've actually started doing is I'm drinking the mud water, which has all of these adaptogenic mushrooms, which feels so good to me. I've played with not having it and having it. I feel really good with it. And I'm taking my adrenatone uh, supplement that Dr. Sharman recommended. And I also started drinking celery juice. And I feel like part of what I've noticed is like what I really love about my coffee is having something bitter in the morning. And I've been wanting to try celery juice for a while. And I noticed, I was like, oh, maybe this is the moment to try celery juice. And it totally satiated this like desire for bitterness first thing in the morning. So I'm also kind of curious what you think about that. Um, but it feels really good. And I did have a couple light detox experience feelings. So Monday, I had like a light headache for a couple hours or so around the time that I took the liver sauce. And then, oh no, I'm sorry, yesterday, well, one of the days I had a light, light headache and one day I felt a little bit of nausea for like a few minutes, um, but it was like nothing, nothing big. And I also wanted to share what I'm eating. So like I used to work at a, as you know, but and some of you know, I used to work at a raw food detox center and it was all based around foods. And it was like all raw food. It had rejuvelac, which is like a fermented drink, no dairy, no oil, no, nothing processed. It was like basically just vegetables and then some fruit, a very limited amount of fruit. And so I really experienced the power of just like changing food. And so in conjunction with my liver detox, I'm... I'm actually mostly skipping breakfast. I'm not, maybe I'm not really having anything until evening time where I'm having like an arugula salad with radish. I am having tahini and olive oil on it and avocado, which just feels like super, super good to me. And oh, and cooked carrots. I really love putting cooked carrots in a cold salad because I run kind of cold. And so this is an apple cider vinegar. And not balsamic. I do love balsamic, but it has that sugar in it. So I'm going for like the cleansing, detoxing, helping my my digestive tract stay open and everything going out. And I also have added in taking calm magnesium the last couple of nights just to like, I just know that like one of the worst things is like when we're releasing toxins and then we're not like excreting them, they, they reabsorb them. So I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I feel like that would be a good thing for me right now. And 
Yeah, mostly I'm just, I've had, I've done so much detoxing where I feel so tired and so brain foggy. And so like, it's just been hard and I really didn't want to do it this way. And I'm really happy to feel like I'm not doing it that way. Like I feel really energized, really on like, yeah, like almost kind of surprisingly so. So I am not, I am, I've actually, since I stopped drinking caffeine, I'm having a harder time sleeping and waking up in the night and having a hard time to go back to sleep. And I was curious, maybe you have some like hormonal, adrenal um, perspective, but I, do you want to answer my questions first or do you want to share your, share your detox first? Um, we'll just be all over the place. I mean, I have some questions for you, what you just said, but I have to say I've, I've experienced some, some challenging sleeping too since changing, which is usually counter to what happens. Uh, but prior to taking the liver sauce, just, you know, with the getting off of caffeine and alcohol and you know, I think part of that is probably just detoxification. I don't think it's adrenal or cortisol, right? Because that can only be helped by it. I think it's just it just, just takes some time, and it's just it's just our bodies recalibrating. But it is interesting that we're maybe we're releasing more in our sleep that we're thinking of. Maybe we're having a little bit more restless sleep. Um, but yeah, I noticed that as well too, which is very odd for me. So that's interesting that we both experience that. And so, what would you advise? Would you so, okay. So I also want to just preface by when, when I'm asking questions, I was just at my new doctor, my new MD's office. And Dr. Sharman is one of my, one of my doctors that I consult with, my MD that I consult with. And she gave me a list of labs to ask for. And I like went into this doctor, like really saying like, look, like I'm really healthy. I'm not any medications. Like what I'd really like to use you for is be able to get labs and really optimize my health and longevity. And I heard that she was open to that. So I gave her like the long list and she was like, kind of, she was totally open to it and totally cool. And she was just like, she's like, some of these, I don't know how to read. So your, your doctor is going to, your other doctor is going to have to read these, which I thought was really interesting. And of course, typical. And I think I just want to do a little plug here if you're okay with it, Dr. Sharman. Are you okay with it? Go for it. I just so cherish and love having a naturopathic doctor perspective, particularly my dear friend, Dr. Sharman's, but naturopathic doctors. And I talk about this a lot in, with my clients and with different people that I work with, that they look at the numbers differently. They think about the body differently than Western medicine does. And so, so often like numbers come back in normal range in Western medicine, and they're not in the same range from a naturopathic perspective. And so And also the other thing that I just think is so important to understand of like why naturopathic doctors are so valuable is like with Western medicine, they're given like pills to treat the symptoms. Whereas naturopathic doctors really think of like how to support the body in rebalancing and getting back to like a healthy baseline. It's just such different approaches to medicine that like, I like to go get labs at Western medicine, or if I'm in like need a surgery or something like emergency related, they're great. But for like actual health and actual rebalancing the body, I go to naturopathic doctors. And so I just really wanted to like share, like also just how, what a huge asset it is to me to be working with Dr. Sharman and be able to ask, ask her questions all the time about my family, about me. It's like, it's just, it's a game changer. Unfortunately, most of our insurances don't cover it, 
but it's so worth the money. It's like, I mean, what is our health? Our health is everything. So end of plug. <laughs> Thank you. It's well, true. It's, it's both I hear from patients all the time that they don't feel heard or they still feel wrong after those numbers come back. And I love that. It's just it's the paradigm, right? It's like, do you treat disease or do you treat health? And if, if you're treating disease and there's that cutoff, right? And that's what they're looking at. But there's the range of health, right? Healthy over here, disease over here. So we want to stop that progression. And we can see that with some of those lab values for sure. Yeah. So thank you for doing what you do. Yeah, my pleasure. So I'm curious, what would your naturopathic doctor advice be for sleep, these like sleep blips or whatever we're experiencing during a detox? Like, would you say write it out or like what's? Yeah, well, my own medicine is writing it out. But if I was to be a patient of mine, I would probably, there's some, I really love some music therapy programs for helping sleep. Um, so, and that can be, that could just be um, sound machines. That's not really music therapy, but like sound machines can help. There are some, some people really like some of those meditative apps before they sleep to kind of decrease. Um, but if we're talking more about like the toxin release, right, specifically during a, de a detox, um, I would suggest probably like an Epsom salt bath before bed. And, you know, you probably talk about castor, do you talk about castor oil packs? Your patients use with my clients, I don't talk about it. I don't talk about, I haven't, I don't think I've talked about it on my, on my videos, on my free videos. I talk about my clients. So, so go for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, castor oil packs are like this very age old naturopathic tool to help with detoxification. And traditionally they're used just over the liver. You have like a super saturated cloth. You put it over the liver, you leave it on. It's like 20 minutes of hot, hot pad and put it, take it off. I am all about like, Yes, that's the best way to do it. But a lot of people don't have the capacity in their life. Like maybe they're like in my stage of life where we're just running around like crazy all day long. So a lot of times I can convince patients to kind of meet me in the middle where they'll actually put the essence, um, the castor oil just on their like liver and belly area and then go get in a bath for 20 minutes. And then, you know, it's contrary to what people think, but actually putting it on before the bath is helping push the castor oil in. You're not left with a sticky mess. You get the detoxification from both the Epsom salts and the lymph flow. And I find that castor oil applied to the belly, especially if you do it, it rubbing it in a clockwise fashion, actually really helps with constipation. I use it in infants all the time. It's less effective for adults. Like we don't see that magic like you see with infants, but it's still a great tool to use. You know, we, we should both be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go do a hot cold plunge after this. Right. Nice. And so stimulating too. And so those would help with sleep? Absolutely, yes. They would help. I'm, I'm think, so my thought process with that is the Epsom salts are calming down. If there is any sort of part of it that's related to cortisol, um, you know, being hyped up, your mind racing too much, the Epsom salts are good for, for helping with that, the magnesium, and also with just body, just calming down. It's also good at extracting toxins. So if our body's on overdrive from just being able to detox a little bit better then that bath is going to help relieve some of that stress right relieve the burden that the body has and then be able and then so you're thinking that maybe the body's being woken up because it's like working is that kind of and so it's like helping it work but not during sleep so like help it work during the day yeah. or before bed yeah cool interesting I have, I have one more question I'm just dying to ask you, and then I would love you to share. 
So decaf. What's yeah. your thoughts on de- decaf with detoxing? Decaf coffee in particular or just decaf like tea, anything? Decaf, so decaf coffee is one question. And the other one is the mud water. It has like a um, black tea in it at a seventh of the amount of a cup of coffee. So it's like a very light dose. So I'm curious what your thoughts on both of those are. Yeah, I mean, I hear a lot of really good results with mud water. I, I know a lot of people who use it and really like it. I think I don't think a little bit of caffeine in itself is harmful. I do think it's just amazing to experience getting off of caffeine and not being reliant on it. Um, I mean, decaf. I still I'm still not going to recommend decaf during a cleanse. I think yes, it's a it's a better it's a, it's a better choice, but the effects of coffee, especially on our digestive system, like, I mean, I'll share, I'll just, so I've I actually had like amazing bowel movements the first couple days. And then I've been more on the constipated side and I'm not usually that way. And so, um, and part of that is just, I've, you know, I'm used to having that caffeine rush and then rushing to the bathroom. And so I'm really excited for my digestive tract to be able to normalize without that. And I think if you have, if you combine decaf, then you're just not getting the same sort of results that we want to get. We don't want to have to have a stimulant necessary, necessarily right to have a complete bowel movement. Right. Okay. So, so you're looking at the decaf from like a, I don't think that decaf causes a bowel movement, does it? That was, I was assumed it was the caffeine of. Yeah. I find like the bitter and some of the other chemical components of coffee will really make the digestive tract kind of cramp. Interesting. Okay. I was thinking more about the connection between like what the tea or the coffee, how it makes the liver work, but like how the, it makes, and maybe this is, this is also from my Chinese medicine doctor friend. He was saying that like, when you drink the caffeine, it makes the liver work extra hard. And so I was curious, like, but I guess yeah. that's a Chinese medicine. Yeah. There's a, I guess I don't, yeah, I don't really think as much about that, but I think that's true. Right. So we're trying to do anything that we, we're trying to make our liver work hard in a different way. Right. <laughs> Not processing the new things we're putting in processing old things. Yeah. I like so that, I like that like, line hard in a different way. I haven't looked at the time, but like classic Chinese liver time, right. It's like two to four, right. In the morning. Yeah, I think so. Just before lungs, I think lungs is four to six. So um, a lot of times I hear that like waking up two to four, if if I put my Chinese medicine hat on, right, which I'm not a Chinese doctor, don't get me wrong, but I do have some, some training in it, you know, that there's definitely some component to that as well. Those are the hours I'm waking up. Are those hours you're waking up? I don't know. I don't look at, I don't look at the time. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, should I talk about, is there anything else in celery juice? You know, to be honest, I haven't done a ton of research about it. I do have a lot of patients that come to me on celery juice. Um, I have had a couple patients that they got like diarrhea from it and they we, like couldn't figure it out and then they stopped drinking the celery juice. So just, you know, sometimes maybe that could be a problem for some people. Um, but I love that idea. Do you juice it fresh every day? Yeah. Well, starting today. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt amazing. I was, I mean, I, I read about it and I do love celery juice. I actually did buy a juice, a celery juice a couple days ago. Um, but I don't know. I just, yeah, I read, I remember, I believe it was Dr. Gundry 
who I think was talking about, I think it was him who was talking about, it was like a couple of years ago, I listened to this whole thing that he had about celery juice and first thing in the morning and how I believe he said that it helps the liver detox. Yeah. I honestly haven't read about it in a while, but I do. Uh, it is a popular thing that I hear about and I'm sure it has lots of good benefits. So I've been drinking ginger tea in the morning. Nice. A little warming. I'm cold just like you. It's a little warming and something to look forward to. So. Speaking of tea, when I had my light, my light headache, I drank some hot water with lemon, which is like such a great, it like helped a lot. Yeah. Hot water and lemon and ginger are like two of the best medicines. Yeah. I love it. Nice. I'll do a fresh ginger tea because nothing's better than the fresh, fresh grated ginger. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So do you have any other things about your detox you want to share? I mean, like just a pat on the back because getting off of caffeine is, is absolutely challenging and it was actually easier. I mean, I did, I didn't go cold Turkey. I don't recommend going cold Turkey, but it was easier than I anticipated. I do, I do miss my morning, you know, coffee and the smell. Um, you know, there's been some days I've been tired and I would say, you know, we were actually just talking and I brought up how I've just been really foggy brained not relating it to the detox at all, but it definitely, that could be probably my biggest symptom. And then a little bit of constipation that we just talked about. But overall, um, even just like a couple of days into it, someone was like, Dr. Sharman, you look like your face is glowing. And I was like, I mean, probably from not drinking alcohol, you know? So, and I'll say that like, I probably have a little bit less hormonal acne. So we can kind of bridge maybe into just how detoxing is so important for hormones and the two, please, things, please, please. the two things in my personal life that, so this is me not speaking from a doctor hat, but just being, um, you know, I tend to get a little bit of hormonal acne, some breast tenderness before my period, just a little signs that, my, you know, sometimes my hormones are off and I'd say exercising regularly and not drinking alcohol. just like this, what we're doing right now have been the two most effective ways for me to have a, you know, my period come and I don't know it's coming. Um, and, you know, I have lots of tips and tricks for hormones. I don't even know where to start, but. Um, We're going to do a whole podcast on it. I have to say, um, what did you mention that made me think of it too? Um, the hormone health is just, it's amazing how it's all connected. The detoxification is huge because we actually detox a lot of our hormones, right? We get rid of them through our lymph system and that's what travels around and a lot of physicians don't talk about that. So we're stimulating that with our detox and we're stimulating it with exercise as well a lot. So having it circulate so it's not going back into our body is such a huge problem. And people feel so much better when that doesn't happen. And then not being, right, and then not being constipated because it's another way we can recirculate hormones is through our digestive tract. And we can recirculate a lot of hormones through there. So... Our lymph dumps into our digestive tract. Where does it go from, from our lymph out? Where does it go? I forget. Our lymph? Hmm. You're just checking my physiology right now. <laughs> it goes into one of the pathways. It goes. I'm going to study up on it and get back to you because I don't want to say something wrong. Yeah, I can't remember if it goes out the kidneys. I'm pretty sure it's digestive. But it goes out. It's probably filtered a little bit with both. Right. But yeah. Yeah, lymph is huge. When I studied Ayurveda and did like an extensive year in lymph work, it was wow. It's oh, I wanted to ask, so are you doing Bikrams? <laughs> Not yet. 
Not yet. I'm like, still haven't found a way to like get it into my schedule. I have been working out and actually I've been feeling like walking is like one of the best things for me right now. Actually doing like a tiny bit of speed walking. Mm. Um, because I just know that like walking, uh, like getting our lips moving is like one of the best things for detoxing and like the worst is to like be sedentary, but I'm dreaming of Bikram. I want to get in there so badly. I found the studio. It's $20 for two weeks. I'm like, so I'm hoping to get in there by the end of this week. This is like what I'm shooting for. It's just between all the schedules. It's tricky. It, it's it's really tricky prioritizing our health. It's really easy to like put it down the list. I, and I think I speak for all of us humans. It's like, yeah. And I think it's okay to, it's, I have to remind myself all the time, right? It's okay to take baby steps, right? Like, and, and that's a perfect example, right? You haven't gotten to the Bikrams yet. And I haven't gotten to the sauna, but I bought a sauna. So <laughs> in the middle of May, and then I will be sauning regularly. Heck yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Is it an infrared? Yeah, it's a full, full spectrum infrared. Nice. Cool. Yeah, so we'll give an update mid-May about that. Are you going to have a cold plunge next to it? Eventually. Baby steps. This is my dream is a hot cold. This is like, for me, the hot without the cold. I mean, I guess you could probably use a bathtub or outside. Yeah. Do you have a pool? No, not not yeah. yet. But right now okay. we're in my bedroom. So we'll be in my bedroom and then I'll have to walk to the bathroom and shower. But doable. That's what I have for now. So, nice. yes, we can also do a whole nother talk about hot and cold, how amazing it is. But talking about stress and cortisol and our ability to regulate our sympathetic and parasympathetic, hot and cold is amazing for that. And so many other things. But yeah, yeah, it really is a serious therapy. I mean, it makes sense why we say healing waters, you know, like being able to, or sweat lodges or ceremonies or, yeah, all of the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's amazingly powerful medicine. But yeah, that, so that's, I think that's pretty much it. And then, you know, I've played around with doing the detox in the morning and the night. We kind of chatted about that a little bit. Um, and I would I would suggest that my only concern is so what, we're, what we're doing, right, is we're taking a teaspoon of the liver sauce, you swish around in your mouth for about 30 seconds, and then you wait half an hour before taking the charcoal. And you want to drink it with a big glass of water. Um, I feel like the morning timing just gets tricky if you're, running and taking the kids to school and because you don't want to eat right after taking charcoal right it's a binding the toxins so you don't want it to bind the nutrients from your food as well so you need to give a good leeway um so that's kind of why i like nighttime better if it's possible i think it's easier to work into schedules and i've been doing um extra vitamin c to help with constipation i love vitamin c for constipation <clears throat> yeah i just find for me the calm magnesium gives me just like diarrhea yeah, okay. I love the calm magnesium. It's like, yeah, I love, I travel with it, <laughs> but I also yeah. like to use vitamin C sometimes too. Well, it's uh, allergy season. So vitamin C also helps with, sometimes I get a little allergies and the vitamin C helps with that too. Yeah. I feel like vitamin C is like so great for the immune system in general. And both of them, you can't really overabsorb them. You can't really do it too much. The only downside is extra right. poop, <laughs> extra fast poop. Yeah. Um, I was going to share with you, like for me, one of my, and everyone else, one of my th thought processes on when I take the liver, the liver sauce mm -hmm. is sometimes I do have detox symptoms. And so for me, depending on what I'm doing during my day, like if I'm with clients and I want to be really on for me, it's better to do, to take it after I have that day today. I'm, 
actually, technically, I felt, I guess I was feeling so confident that I just actually finished my, <laughs> my, uh, my charcoal right now. So technically I could be having symptoms, but I actually feel pretty good, but I like to really, I don't know. I like to be mindful of like the effect on my brain of feeling a little off or brain foggy or potentially. So that was, that's part of my consideration. And I'm playing with starting yeah. it a little earlier today. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you felt confident. That's a great sign. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just feeling surprisingly good. It's great. Really great. Yeah. It's, I think it's exactly what I was craving. Like I think about a month or so ago when I called you, I was just like feeling like spring coming. And I was like remembering having done something like that, that afterglow of the spring de of a, of a detox. And I was like, I want that. Like, and I was like, and I have all the resources, I have the energy, I have like the capacity. Cause it does take, it takes some extra attention, time, energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like with anything, getting in the routine and then you're good. And I've been doing, um, cause a lot of times I don't have time to eat in the morning before the rat race of life. So I've been just trying to make some really good smoothies and bringing them along with me. And then sometimes I drink a smoothie for breakfast and lunch. So, I mean, that's, that's what I can do. But it holds me over enough that I, I can still make good choices, which is good. Nice. Nice. I have another question. So one thing that, I'm, that I've noticed the last couple of days is my body odor. And I'm not really someone who has body odor. And I believe what I know about body odor is it's connected to our adrenals. And I'm like just really curious what you think is like, what do you think is connected? I mean, I think of it a little bit as connected to lymph as well. So secreting via, you know, circuit circulatory pathways. Um, I mean, and that's a classic sign of detoxification is kind of being a little more stinky, getting, you know, and you've been, have you been working out more or you just notice it all day long? I notice it like all day long, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. like really unusual for me. I'm guessing that you're just pushing like, a lot of times I'll talk about um, the capacity of each organ to detoxify. So, right. So like you're probably detoxifying in other ways because you're a little bit overloaded or that's a pathway that's open enough that you can detoxify as well. So you're just getting a little bit out through your sweat, which is fabulous. It's also been warmer too. And, you know, for all fairness, it's been warmer. And yeah, today was the first day I was like, maybe I should wear deodorant. And I don't know if that's the detox or that it's just been hot comparatively yeah because the heat the springtime it like naturally induces a detox in all of us yeah good point yeah, yeah. interesting I have another question yeah I, I asked you in text message but I'm like curious to hear a little bit more about it about supplements so I asked you about like what you like think about taking supplements during this and you said, like, at least take it two hours away, which would probably have to do with a binder and, like, you know, and the liver processing it. But, like, the couple supplements that I'm really curious about, there's a company who I sent to you, Zinzino, where they do this omega oil, which I've been really wanting to start. And I was like, is it the right time? Is it better to, like, let, like, more oil into my liver? Is that useful or not? And the other one is spirulina, which I'm really interested in taking on partly because of it's, like, an easy one or or an easily available one for heavy metal, heavy metal detox. So I'm curious what your opinion is on like putting those into the liver detox mix. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's different for everyone. I think spirulina pretty much everyone can take and 
have benefits with. I mean, yeah, heavy metals, it's good for, sometimes I've seen it be really good for constipation. Um, and just as a general antioxidant to help with that liver processing, I don't think you can go wrong with spirulina. Um, and most people are deficient in the omegas. So that would only help with certain areas. But if for some reason you were an overly oily person or had trouble with oils, I, I obviously wouldn't recommend it. I don't think you and I are in that category. Um, you know, if you if you were worried about having some more symptoms or something associated with it, then I'd wait till you're you know free of any symptoms and then try try to bring something new in. Uh, but I think both of those are pretty like benign supplements and would probably be fine. And potentially even supportive. And potentially supportive. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And so then like, if I do the liver, like probably do that, if I'm doing the liver sauce in the PM, do those in the AM or flip flop. Yeah. Just always, you know, fish oil with food or the omegas with food. Um, yeah. Or it could even be like middle of the day if you wanted, but yeah. But at least two hours away from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been taking my, my stuff around midday. Your supplements. Yes. My supplements. I, I take something for blood sugar because lately I've been having some blood sugar issues. It's been helping stabilize just vitamins and nutrients that help with that, some trace minerals. Um, and then my vitamin C, both for just encouraging a healthy bowel movement. And then and it has bioflavonoids in it, and that really helps with my, my occasional seasonal allergies. And then I take thyroids. I take my thyroid then as well. But, and my adrenals, my adrenal stuff, of course. Do you take your adrenals in, in, in the midday? Sometimes, I mean, lately I've been doing it. A lot of times I actually take it um, morning and night, and I find that helps with sleep as well. But again, like, it's, I'm all about meeting people where they're at. So it's like, if the only time you can get something in, then just take it in the morning, and you could take a slightly higher dosage, right? And then if you can split it up, there's going to be more benefits, but not worth it if it sits on your counter and doesn't get done. I was, I actually, so the last several days, I increased my very small dose of adrenotone to two capsules. And then last night when I woke up in the middle of the night again, I was like, huh, I wonder if I should back off that. And so today I only took one, but, but you're thinking that it's not connected, that it's not the, the adrenotone wouldn't potentially. Probably not. I mean, Chandra's usually a special case, <laughs> but um, I usually find that I, I, I usually find it helps people sleep better. And I don't think adrenotone especially is doesn't have stimulants in it. It just okay. has adaptogenic herbs in it. It might have a little bit of a B, B in it. So maybe if you're super sensitive, but typical, most typical people don't have an issue with that. And for those of you who don't understand this, I joke, like I, my special cases, I am one of those just like hypersensitive people, like to supplements, medications, like you name it. I'm generally like, unusually sensitive yeah, have, have the opposite effect right there's this there's a small portion of people who have the opposite effect or a very just unusual effect. <laughs> so yeah yeah and i love it's another thing i really love one more plug for naturopathic uh, medicine is that it's so much more personalized i was just um have you heard of outlive the book the new book out by peter tia and longevity i've heard of it but i haven't read it yet i'll listen to it he talks about like um, one of the chapters, I think it's in the second chapter I'm reading right now. And he talks about like how Western medicine is just does this average and it doesn't account for the individual. And there's so much individuality and so much uniqueness to. Yeah. So 
another another plug for naturopathic medicine. Yeah, I mean, he's he, Peter T is Who trying to like to change the whole system. Would you say? Who wants to be average? I mean, if the medications, if you're in the average and it works for you, then it works. But if it if it doesn't work for you, there's a reason. <laughs> we're not that. We're not. Yeah, most of us are not the average. Yeah, and a lot of the studies are average for men too, not for a smaller body type with lots of horm different hormones. So. Yeah, and I think he was also pointing out that it's also average for like a specific age range. It's like not even for everybody. It's like there's yeah, there's a lot of limits to the average. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm good on all my questions. Thank you for answering all my questions. Do you have anything else you want to share or? You know, I just wanted to share that I'm thinking about doing it maybe a little bit longer because I'm feeling so good. So I might um, reorder some and go up to two, you know, once twice a day possibly, and maybe inviting more people to join us on this adventure. And then again, like I'll have my sauna in May. So I'll get to kind of ramp it up to the next level and just going slow and plugging away. So you can think about it. I'll think about it, but. I'm super into that. I'm really into that idea. I actually was just, we had a really, we threw a really fun Easter potluck egg hunt. And there was a woman there who started picking my brain about, she's like having this skin stuff. And I was like, it's the time of year to do a liver detox. And she's like, tell me more. So it would actually be really cool to extend this out and make it. What are you thinking? Like two months, like April, May. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That would give me time to actually get the web page up that I've been saying that I'm going to get up that we can actually like really, that would be, I, I love the idea. Let's talk more about it. Yeah. We're like pre detoxing. Or, I don't know, but yeah, we'll continue yeah. on. Yeah. But we can also like set up the formula. So like whenever you're joining, like here's what you do the first week and then here's what you know, so that there's like a process and a method to it. Yeah. That way everyone can do it on their own time. Yeah. Beautiful. I love the idea. Nice. Let's cool. talk more about it. Yeah, we will. All right. So anything else? I don't think so. Keep it up. We'll, we'll update you guys how we feel in another week or two. Yeah. And also, if you guys are into this idea, please comment below or ask questions. Or we'd love to hear if you're thinking to maybe join us. Um, so, yeah, please, please add in. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Dr. Sharman, for joining me in this. I love that you joined me in this and we're doing this together. This is, makes me very happy. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Okay. Bye. Bye.